0: What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. Your other host, Reyes, is not here with me today, but I wanted to hop on and just talk about some really big shakeups that could happen in the 1A as we start to close out the season, the regular season for the 1A. We're going to highlight Joseph City in this episode, and we're going to talk about how they could really shake up the top 10 potentially. Let's get into it. Okay, so I really can't believe it, everybody. And if it's your first time joining us, I don't know where you've been at, but I do want to let you know that here at the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, we talk about everything small ball. We talk about scores, teams, coaches, and players. And now we're getting towards the end of the regular season, and I really can't believe that. It seems like the season just started. And as we get to the ending of the 1A season, it does end a little bit sooner than the 2A and the 3A. So we wanted to take some time. We're going to be heavy 1A here for this next couple, like, week and a half, maybe. We'll still talk about the 2A, 3A, but we want to make sure that we do a good job covering the 1A as they lead into the playoffs. And this is actually, this episode is inspired by one of our patrons uh, that's part of the Small Ball Army, so thank you, part of the Small Ball Army. I don't know if you guys have ever heard what we do for the Small Ball Army, but I'll just play it for you right now, right? (laughs) In the small ball army, there's a lot of people that really help us with some stuff, and this is inspired by one of our patrons there. So, if you ever want any type of say or anything that we do in uh, in the podcast, man, join the small ball army. We listen to our patrons, and we have a lot of respect for them. We always say this that they are our most important fans that we have here on the podcast. But this was inspired by them. You know, they they messaged me and said, "Hey, I know that the season's just about over for the one A." But what are some things that could happen that would shake up the 1A and kind of change things a little bit? So I started looking through the teams and schedules and stuff. And one of the things that really popped into my head was Joseph City. Now, before we get into talking about Joseph City, because the ending of their schedule is legit and it is primed for them to just kind of throw a wrench in everybody's rankings. Before we get into that, I want to read the top 10 here. Now, I want you to know I'm recording this on Saturday. So I'm going to be releasing this on Tuesday. So the rankings might look a little bit different, but probably not crazy different. This is as of current date right now. This is Saturday, or this is this is Saturday, January 21st. This is uh, what the rankings are in the one A. So you got North Valley at number one, Saint David at number two, Hayden at number three, Bobo at number four, which they'll drop a little bit because they lost to Saint David, Salome at number five, El Capitan at six. Fort Thomas at 7, Cicero Prep at 8, Mogion at 9, Desert Christian at 10, and Joseph City at 11. Now, here's why Joseph City can really make some noise leading into the ending part of this season. They have five games left, and in those five games, they play Fort Thomas, they play Hayden, they play Mogion. Now, they also play Sipikiu, and they play Williams, but three teams that they end their season with are in the top 10 that I just read. Here's why this is super interesting. For most teams, if they're ending out their season like that, you might be thinking, well, they're probably going to go maybe one for five or or one for four or something like that. You know, they're probably not going to beat those top ten teams. Joseph City has a chance to win all of these games and to win out. And actually, Max Preps and the computers, they really, really like doing they really like uh joseph city in some of these matchups and it, it really makes sense because in some of these matchups they've won and they've done a really good job so let's just talk about this okay joseph city is led by it's uh bannon johnston and bannon johnston is 6-3 he's i think he's number 21 but he's their leader he's averaging 14 points per game nine rebounds three assists and three steals he kind of does it all for them and He's just a competitor. If you ever watch this kid play, I mean, he he got a really great motor on him, and he is the undisputed leader of that squad. Now, they're going to be led by him, but they also have some other players that can really, you know, make an impact on the game. Here's why this is so interesting for Joseph City. So the first big matchup that Joseph City has is they play Fort Thomas, uh, which is actually tonight, the 24th. Okay, if you're if you're a small ball fanatic, you're a small ball fan. You know this. Joseph City met Fort Thomas previously, and they won eighty two to seventy eight at home. Now this game is going to be on the road, and if you look at Max Preps, Max Preps actually really likes uh, they like Joseph City in this one again, and they are picking uh, Joseph. Actually, no, the computers here have Fort Thomas winning sixty three uh, to sixty. Now, that's just like a two-point score differential, and, you know, if you look at these teams, they're actually super even in their quarters, you know, as far as how much they've been averaging scoring for each quarter, so they're very evenly matched, but Joseph is going to have a really nice opportunity to beat Fort Thomas. Now, again, going back to the rankings, Fort Thomas currently is number seven. Now, that could be a little bit different now, but if they're currently number seven and they drop one to Joseph City, they're they're inching out of maybe that top 10 spot, depending on how other teams do and how much that hurts their PowerPoints. But they're inching towards out of dropping out of the top 10. That would for sure put Joseph City into the top 10 as they're sitting there currently at number 11. So I think that's an interesting matchup to look at, especially because Joseph City already beat Fort Thomas previously. And if you look at Fort Thomas, I like Fort Thomas. They've been doing a really good job lately. But if you look at them, they've been a little bit spotty. If you look at their wins, losses, they just lost to San Carlos 70-56. They had a loss to Salone 56-52. to 52. That loss was at home, I might add. They've done some really great things throughout the season, but as of late, they have dropped a couple. So to say that Fort Thomas is unbeatable and that they Joseph City has no chance, even though it's on the road, I think that's that's a foolish thing to say. Then on Thursday, January 26th, they play Hayden and this is at home. Now, Joseph City already matched up against Hayden on the road and they lost 64 to 49. That score spread is not that much of a score spread. I really like this matchup a ton. If you look at the computers on Max Preps, the computers actually really like on this one, they have they have Hayden beating Joseph City by 1. The ridiculous thing is if you look at Hayden and what they're averaging in the fourth quarter, Hayden is averaging 34 points in the fourth quarter to Joseph City's 14. That's ridiculous. If you round up, it's 35 points. I'd never seen a team that's averaging that many points in the fourth quarter. But regardless... Uh, that's going to be a super close game, and now they're going to get them at home. So uh, Joseph City is going to have a really good opportunity to take care of business against Hayden. Then they have another home game here, and I should mention these last three games are all at home. They play against Williams. Now Williams is currently sitting at number 16, and I mean, even for this game, if this is the only team that uh, Joseph City has not previously played. We're going to get to Mogian in a second, which is crazy. Can you play a team too much? Yes, you can, and it's probably Mogian. But regardless, they face off against Williams, and I think that Joseph City has a great chance to win this one. The computers like Joseph City, 60-55, to 55, and with this one, especially it being a home game. So I really like that. A big, a big thing that I will say that Joseph City has got to avoid is they've got to avoid going to overtime against the Williams because Williams has some experience there. And that point. A last game that they got is the following Tuesday. So it'd be a week from today, Mogeon. And this is at home. This is this big man? Mogeon currently, right now, is sitting at number nine, just on the the cusp of being outside the top ten. But Joseph City has played against Mogeon three different times this whole season. Uh, they played against each other. Okay, so the first time that Joseph City met Mogeon, it was in a tournament. And they won sixty three to thirty eight, a convincing win over Mogion. A second time, they faced Mogion on the road, and they lost seventy one to fifty nine. So that's like an eleven point spread. If I no, it's like thirteen point spread. I think uh, you know how bad we are at math over here. But it's it was it wasn't like it was a blowout win or anything. Now you get Mogion again to end your season, and it's a home game. I'm just saying, man, like this is Joseph City is gonna have an opportunity here to do some really big damage. The computers really like Joseph City here. They have Joseph City winning 61-55 to 55 in this matchup. A big thing, too, though, is Mogion's fourth quarter. They're averaging almost 20 points per fourth quarter. Joseph City averaging about 14. So I just – the reason I wanted to sit here and highlight this thing is because could Joseph City win out for the rest of their season? Absolutely. Joseph City has been a huge surprise to us over here and they've been super fun to watch and I really like them. But think about it. If they can beat a Fort Thomas, Fort Thomas, who's currently sitting at seven, I say that they're inching out of the top 10 right there. If not, they're already all the way down to like a nine or maybe a 10. If they beat a Hayden, Hayden will no longer be in the the top five. They're going to probably drop to six or seven right around there. Right? And that's going to mess with their seeding a little bit. Think about Mogion on that number nine spot. If they're in that number nine spot and they lose to Joe City at the very end of their season, I mean, you're looking at them now being on the outskirts of the top ten. And Joseph City, if they win out, you're looking at a Joseph City that is potentially like number six, number five, maybe even a little bit higher than that, right? Especially with Bobo's lost to St. David this past week. So I just think if there's any team that can throw a wrench in any of the rankings or anything, it's the Wildcats, out of joseph city and my my advice to joseph city now that they're asking it but if you look at joseph city and their win loss ratio and their averages as far as scoring and like how many points per game they're holding their opponents to a huge key for them is going to be scoring the ball i know that sounds like so elementary but it is the probably the truest thing as i look to joseph city and their schedule on their schedule they, they don't have—it's like they, it's like they have never lost. I mean, they, I think right now they're sitting at like 13-9 and as I'm recording this thing. But if you look at their wins and their losses, when they score in the 60s or above, they have only lost four games. So they've got to find a way to really put some points up. The issue with Joseph City is not necessarily their defense— Teams aren't coming out against them and scoring like crazy. I mean, I'm looking right now, the highest score that I can see that one of their opponents put up was 78, I'm looking at, which that's still pretty high, but after 78, you're looking at 60s, 50s, you know, I mean, that's pretty common. You've got some 49s, some 35s in there, and that 78 was Fort Thomas. So I think the key for Joseph City is finding ways to get the ball into Johnston's hands. Maybe getting out to transition, getting some easy buckets for your role players so that way they feel a lot of confidence. And that'll open up stuff for Johnston a little bit more. I they just they've gotta find a way to generate some offense. Maybe run some pressure defenses, right? Change it up. Sometimes one of the best things to do as an offensive team or a defensive team is to just continuously change things up within the the realm of your team's possibility. But if you can do that, you're probably going to get some quick, easy turnovers and then you can get out into transition. Then you start scoring some of those points. So I just think Joseph city has got a score and got to put up at least in the 60s or above to win these games, and that'll really increase their chances a lot. So Joseph City is a team that is super interesting to me. I really like their chances here to inch up into the top 10 and to just shake some some things up, man. I mean, what more do you want as an Arizona small ball fan than to just watch this number 11 team at the end of the season end up being number 5 or number 6 or even possibly a number 4? That's like stretching right there. But how much would you love to see that? I mean, that's just awesome. You know, you got to love that stuff. And all of these teams, Mokion, Fort Thomas, and Williams, and Hayden, they've got to be ready to go against a Joseph City because they're just, they're no pushover. They're not a joke. If they come in and they take them lightly, they're going to lose the game and they're going to lose their spot in the seating of the tournament. Now, I want to even just take a second to talk about this because I really love, we talked about contenders. And in our Patreon that's coming out tomorrow, we talked about contenders and we talked about teams that are right on the edge. And I listed Joseph City as being right on the edge of this. And what we said is that for teams that are right on the edge of being a playoff contender, they're teams that could for sure win. They could win the whole thing. But a lot of things have to go right in order for that to be true, right? They got to get the right seating, they got to get the right placement, you know, whatever. Joseph City has their destiny in their own hands right now to really increase their seating because I'm, I haven't looked at the bracket yet, but if they stay around 11 or hop down to like 13 or whatever, what you're looking at is you're facing off one of those big dogs right there very quickly. So you want to be higher up as, as best as you can in those seating, And it's a great opportunity that Joseph City has to end your season. So And it, it seems like it's just translate amazing into the playoffs because you get your playoff ready. You just played like four playoff games all in a row, and now you're going right into the playoffs. I'm just saying Joseph City is going to be a very dangerous squad here moving in to uh, the playoff time. So that was all I wanted to do. Another school that we've mentioned already before that is, uh, you know, really they've got some potential here to make some noise is the Gregory School. Uh, the Gregory School, and I know we said we're going to focus on Joseph City, and that's I get that. That's fine. But the Gregory School, they have a matchup against Cicero Prep that I think is worth noting. It's at Cicero Prep. It's away. And they have uh, they have a, a decent chance to compete against Cicero Prep, especially with the return of Vince Edwards. So I'm really looking forward to that and that matchup. So here's the thing, man. Whatever we end up doing with uh, Bracket Challenge or with you know 1A with the playoffs and stuff, we're just super excited that we're getting into the playoffs now. And as we get into the playoffs, you know, this is the time where you need great point guard play. You need great focus. You know, when you go into your bags, it's just going to be super fun, man. So we can't wait to watch and cover all these games in the 1A. The 1A is not as as one-sided as we thought. We used to think that it was just North Valley and maybe a couple others, maybe a St. David, it's totally different, man. You got a lot of competition and a lot of teams that can make some really big noise happen. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Arizona Small Bowl podcast, and we'll catch you next time.